Hello, good morning, good evening, and good night. You are listening to Holding Down the Fort with me, your host, Alejandro Soto. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode. I'm recording this intro and outro the evening that I got to interview today's guest, uh, the wonderful Melissa Van Cleve. She and I um, have con- we we were just bumping into each other over the years, and then through the health food shop uh, over the sandwich bar, she and I have gotten to be pretty good friends. And I would say now we are most definitely good friends. After the summer, I got to help her with a landscaping project that uh, was was pretty cool, pretty exciting. We talk a little bit about that in this episode. So. Yeah, it's 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 a really good one. I uh, I pr- honestly procrastinated planning for this episode and was just hoping that a guest would present themselves. And uh, then Melissa texted me, and I was like, "Hey, what you doing?" And she was like, "Let's do it." And so we recorded a podcast today, and uh, it was it was a really really nice time. I'm grateful that she uh, had me over, uh, hosted me in her own uh, painting room, her personal studio room in her house. Um, And yeah, it's a real treat. I can tell you that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, it really blows my mind. Uh, Like how uh, much amazing like stuff people are doing so close to me here in uh here in good old fort wayne indiana like uh, i mean melissa lives literally like just down the road from me it's like kind of fucking crazy how much amazing artistic talent there is within just a bike ride of my lakeside apartment uh lakeside neighborhood i don't live on a lake so don't get too excited about that now uh so let's see things coming up on september 30th that uh i'll that day i'll be out at the healing hands night market running the open mic uh we'll have some fire spinners out there uh the campfire going and just a good old-fashioned indiana evening so come join us September 30th. If you want to come play, feel free to bring your instrument down. I'll have the whole PA set up and everything. So uh, musicians are welcome to come get me off the mic for a little bit, give everybody's ears a break. And then the day after that, Sunday, October 1st, we've got an ecstatic dance at electric works ooh, isn't that exciting so yeah electric works new thing that just went up the big building it's been built but they refurbished it over the last uh, couple years and it finally opened and uh holy cow we're getting to do a dance in there that's gonna be pretty flipping sweet uh let this town know that we've got some interesting characters that like to move in interesting ways uh and make some interesting sounds that's what i'll be doing i'm uh, putting the playlist together and gonna mix it live i'm gonna play around with like my sound setup so i'm gonna it's you know each time it's an experiment that's what i like really like about the ecstatic dances is that uh i mean there's there's some structure to it in terms of like how the the set goes energetically but there's a lot like within that structure there's a lot of space for uh creative uh, ideas to come through and I'm kind of taking that creative liberty and uh, playing around with things. So I'm going to be trying to something different 
at this uh, October 1st dance. So if you can make it out to Electric Works Sunday, October 1st at 6, we're going to have a tulip tree ecstatic dance. Keep your eyes peeled for more on that. I'm talking slower to see if anything else comes up in my mind. But honestly, uh, summer's winding down and I don't have too much more on the schedule um, for like really the rest of the year. I'm kind of happy about it. I'm, I'm looking to do some recording and get some of my songs uh, actually uh, recorded. So I'm not going to say any more about that and be to build the suspense, you know. So sit tight, uh, relax and enjoy this wonderful conversation I had with my good friend, Melissa Van Cleave. show or recording so melissa van cleave uh, i have here with me today we're in your your like painting studio right yeah yeah there's and that's <laughs> it's pretty powerful in yeah here, yeah right? yeah it's it's really cool i'm grateful that uh you'll let me check it out <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've uh you've experienced yes what it's like to be around essential artists yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is really cool like and so yeah let's just jump right into it so you're you call yourself and consider yourself a sensual artist is that right and then you could add erotic as well mm -hmm, mm -hmm. cool so like yeah so what does that yeah. mean to you like how would you explain that to to me um well, sensual is really owning and being and feeling your body, feeling the the touch, feeling in a painting. It's not, it's it's really feeling the connectivity to source, to God, to the one, to the goddess, to you know whatever you may call it. Mm -hmm. It's really the sacredness of sensuality. Um, I always refer to my work like the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> How so? Um, the the woman that was in a, a you know a relationship with a wealthy man and he was mm -hmm. owning her, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she all of a sudden she met this guy that didn't make money. He was in the lower class of the ship, but he brought out in her her specialness, her mm. her excitement for living, her beauty that she didn't know she had mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. when he drew her on the couch with the famous painting mm -hmm. of of the medallion you know on her neck that became worth thousands and that painting mm -hmm. that they you know the movie's all about mm -hmm. but it was who he was just a bridge for her to open up and mm -hmm. so when mm -hmm. she opened up she like got to feel the juice of life the connectivity mm. and that is what what I paint that's really with what mm. I'm about is that transformation um, that mm. storyline of who you are and who you have yet to be mm. and so I've done soul portraits of that connectivity and I believe God works through me 
I believe mm-hmm. the goddess works through me. Mm-hmm. Um, the one. Mm-hmm. And being connected to nature is exceptionally very important because, you know, it's just, we're all one. We're connected. Mm-hmm. You know, everything has an energy. Everything has a vibration. So why not bring a piece forward for yourself that um, will help you resonate with that connectivity? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you, like, find that, like, connectivity to yourself, like, through connecting with nature in a way, and then, like, through that, and maybe, like, just thinking when I've been connected to nature, it, like, reminds me that, like, there is that physical side of the experience, and, like, like, yeah, when I, I guess now that I think about times that I've been out in nature and felt truly connected to it, it is a very sensual experience, and, like, a sacredly, like, physical sensual feeling like yeah that's that's really cool i don't know if i'd ever thought of those experiences in that way in that light before but yeah 100 percent. well it's healing mm-hmm. it's very mm-hmm. healing to walk in nature mm-hmm. and we forget you know all of our you know recycling habits and um everything that we do you know i'm not i'm a total organic person even on my my yard, my lawn, because mm-hmm. that's the kind of world I want to live in, is one that's free from pesticides and um, it's in our food. It's you know it's ca- it's causing so much illness out there that I hope people wake up to appreciate nature again mm-hmm. and to appreciate their bodies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have a vessel here that the source gave us and. How do we best take care of it? So mm-hmm. food has a vibration. Um, everything we do has a vibration. So our thoughts. My One of my famous lines that I tell people is, you know, what you think goes on your canvas. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you have a blank canvas in front of you, and that's your life, that's today. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? If that mm-hmm. goes right onto the canvas yeah and our thoughts are our subconscious mind our patterns the things that we were born with that why we picked that family um what what are we moving through and what can we look at as problems or opportunities and not um not a, a sentence instead of oh well that's on my today's list. Let's. How do I transform it? Mm-hmm. So those are just questions. And then when I do my painting, it's all about feeling the body, feeling the beauty in the body mm-hmm. and the connectivity. And we first are connected to nature and to the source and to our belief structures but how do we move past that and to walk connected to life and that's been my journey <laughs> i've fallen down i'm a weevil i fall down <laughs> well i won't do that one again <laughs> yeah okay. you know if you don't make mistakes you won't learn yeah but exactly when you're more connected 
then the wisdom moves through you and you're not forcing it. Mm-hmm. And that's been a heavy journey of mine is not to force it because then that's mm-hmm. the unsold ego, which you need the ego mm-hmm. to, to show you in the next piece with what you're looking at, the next layer of the onion. Mm-hmm. And, but how we move through it is up to us. Mm-hmm. So what, what do you mean by that? Like the ego shows us the next layer of the onion. Well, we have parts of ourselves. You could refer it as the little, the little girl or the, the part that holds the wounds mm. um, or the little boy in you. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be um, the one of why why we keep doing Groundhog's Day all over again, mm-hmm. you know, where you wonder, well, gosh, when is my life going to change? Or when am I going to attract in the right kind of man? <laughs> or or when is the right job going to come forth? You know, you just, mm-hmm. you got to have the mirrored reflection and find out what do I need to do different? Because whatever I'm doing just needs to be different. It's not, no shame, no blame, no guilt. You let that stuff go because all that does is dim your light. Life, mm-hmm. life is about bringing light to the table and for you first. That's been a big lesson of mine mm-hmm. because I've been in the service industry for my whole life as being a hairdresser. And so I've been in the service, you know, how do I, how do I give? And so it's just been a journey to learn how to receive as well and um, all I can tell you is that nature heals you know the whole walking in nature does something to our souls it Mm -hmm. reconnects you it grounds you and to where you feel more in your body Mm -hmm. and that's what that's what people forget yeah it's about feeling and so when I when I'm painting something it's not the let me you know, because fear, fear stops you. When when you hit fear, that's just the next layer. That's the next onion. That's, mm. you know, when you feel the mm. fear, fear is a smaller light. It's a smaller mm. energy. And so when, when you see it, you call it. Well, I'm in fear right now. You honor it. But then you reconnect to your heart. You reconnect. I don't. Okay, this came up, but what can I do differently? And you ask, and it doesn't mm. happen overnight. It just will come to you slowly. <laughs> yeah. And that's how God speaks to you, or mm. the one speaks to you. You can't rush things. You have mm. to be patient. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, huh, that really resonates. So peace, when you're in peace with yourself and you're in calmness with yourself, that's when the connection, the veil between the worlds is more present in mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. And then everything you do, and then that's where the whole erotic, what is erotic, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we, we covered a little bit of what it means to be sensual, but then like how does the erotic side of that come in? Yeah, yeah. Well, in the erotic... Like, like beneficial and not like derogatory or like perverted to something that isn't what it is, right? Well, the sacred erotic is really 90%. It's how you're you're living. Life is erotic. Mm -hmm. Cooking is erotic. Gardening is erotic. 
hanging out with your friends is erotic because you're feeling the presence. I'm feeling talking to you. I'm very present as I'm talking with you. Why not be present? Mm -hmm. Because everything's about quality. It's not about quantity. It's the quality of time that you spend with somebody. And that to me is very erotic because mm. it's about the passion. Mm. I'm passionately, mm -hmm. I want to have a relationship with you and I want to be passionate. Yeah. And honor who you are and help be a bridge for your passion. And then the figure eight happens with your friend comes back. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so like to unpack that a little bit. So the word erotic comes from like the Greek eros, right? Which is like that. It's like passionate love. And I think that is the thing <clears throat> that for my generation, especially like when we hear that word erotic, it's got a negative connotation. You think on it's, it. it's like something dirty that you get at the XXX shop on the seedy side of town. Uh, we don't have those anymore in my lifetime and all that stuff's moved to the internet. Um, but like the, the passion of that word, like that really that, like the root of that word erotic is passion. And it's like, I think that has been lost or at least not has been, get, it's been disconnected in like I, I in like my generation or at least like so I see it like talking to not just my generation I guess but like people in general who have felt and like experience a disconnect from the sensual experience that like passion that comes in with the erotic I think people maybe are afraid of in certain cases because it's light yeah it's light in your life yeah that's it's more cool. juice. Mm. It's not about sex. 90% mm -hmm. of your livingness, it's every day of feeling the gratefulness, feeling abundant, even if you don't have anything, it's you're still abundant. It's feeling life around you and connected. As you walk out the door, you feel the flowers, you feel nature, you feel the blessing that you have a car, you feel the blessing that you have friends. Mm -hmm. and it's about awakening the body to feel because we just walk through it's just like when you eat what's sensual about eating and you enjoy the flavors you feel the food you honor the food as it's energy coming into your body and the connectivity with where that that food and the how it was grown and is it healthy is it going to nourish your body? Mm -hmm. Is it going to be a life-giving source to your body? Because why not do things that are life-giving? And so when you, when you go to dinner and do you, are you enjoying the food or are you golfing it down to where, well, that was good, but did you really enjoy it? Mm -hmm. And that's what the sacred sensuality is. It's about mm -hmm. really enjoying mm -hmm. every bite, the enjoying of cooking it, the enjoying of the smells in your home, the enjoying of the company. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's life-giving. It's energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And so when you take that into the body, then, then that's where I come in. So why not have a painting that is filled with the touch of the sensuality, the life-giving that the painting is actually teaching you for years about how to mm. feel your hips, about mm. how to feel your presence, how to feel your energy of who you are. Because we're all about, we're all going to make boo-boos. We're all going to be weebles. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's a guarantee. <laughs> yeah. ain't, ain't no cooked, ge cooked geese around here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's, it's cool to hear you describe how you put that into art. Since like, like a painting is a visual thing. And like the sensual experience is a physical thing so like to see how you express your understanding of the physical sensual in a visual work of art is just really really interesting to me like and and i can something that I've noticed listening to visual artists talk is that when I've, I've talked to you about this before is how like as a musician and like a auditory sonic artist, I, I encounter and in like working on things and like try and go at things in the same angle as like the visual artists and the painters do. And it, it like kind of, that has shown me a bridge, like a connectivity that I didn't realize was there because like, yeah, I'm playing the, like playing music and that's creating like, that's a sonic thing, but I want it to in, evoke a physical, like an emotional and like a physical sensation in people to like awaken something in them. And like to hear how you have like, um, interpreted that concept over years of practicing your art. I, I mean, you've you've done a lot of groundwork for me. So, like, th thanks for sharing that. Like, <laughs> you're saving me a lot of time here, um, and, and maybe a few of those missteps. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's really cool because like something with the ecstatic dances that I've noticed come up for me when I DJ and do the music has been this like feeling of separation from like the people who are dancing and like me being like behind a table, like doing the music. And so it's like, I'm, I'm coming up with ideas of how to like kind of break that down and maybe, maybe I can re shift my perspective on it. And like, instead of like trying to break something down, how do I build that connection back up? Um, where you're connected to yeah. people yeah 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 because i felt like disconnected from like I, I don't like to call it an audience because i don't feel like it's like a performative type thing that i'm doing for those um but like yeah yeah i i felt like disconnected from the greater group and so like to hear you talk about making these connections like just put a light bulb on in my brain because i'd been thinking how can i break something down instead of build something back up. Um, and like, I think going at it from what you're describing is like that 
goal to build connection through art, I see as much more likely to be productive and beneficial than like, how can I break something down? Uh, and, and that's that's really cool. Yeah, to hear you describe that. So you want my feedback on that? Yeah. Would you yeah. like it? Yeah, please. Well, who's home? <laughs> who's home inside that's playing the um, the records, playing the music? So it's about your connectivity that can shift the whole room. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to go up and be connected. You can just ask your body, your connectivity to nature, mm -hmm. your connectivity to the music that you're playing, the passion that's coming through the... Um, sound speakers it's about connecting it's your light becomes larger and then the rest of the room because you gotta imagine they're coming from stressful situations they're coming they're coming for to to, to tune in to something that's going to pull mm -hmm. them out of their mundane life and so that's what you're feeling when you're describing to me is you're feeling everybody's heaviness mm. Mm -hmm. So you're you're sensitive to that. Yeah. But you can't change another person. You can yeah. only change yourself. Mm -hmm. So by changing yourself first, then it radiates, and then they have an opportunity to step in. Mm, yeah, yeah. So yeah. whenever you're feeling the energy is dense, the first thing you do is you work with your own self. Mm. Your own connectivity. You ground your energy into the earth. Yeah, yeah. Take your shoes off. Feel, feel, <laughs> yeah. the, the, feel the nature uh -huh. below you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you, you, you ask your own energy to spread and to bring more light. And that's what shifts the room. Or it can help. At least it will shift you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I, it's a lot easier to start with shifting myself instead of shifting a room. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So then really the music, cool. because music is like the largest transformation of sound. I mean, you can be tired. You could be like have thoughts in your head that are, I call that the, the spinning thoughts of the, your old ways that you, where you can't sleep at night because they're spinning, spinning. That's just a straining mm -hmm. to you. Um, so when you can recognize it, you just call it out. Well, I've got a lot on my mind. I'm going to heart center. I'm going to reconnect to nature. I'm going to reconnect to my soul's essence, to my higher power. And it's, yeah, please, and ask for, for whatever to guide me. Ask God, goddess, the one to guide you. So the minute that you recognize with what space you're in, it's almost like you're you're. It's the opening of the door, the transformation of a different thought mm. to come forward, or a possibility mm. to come forward. So every challenge is a possibility, mm -hmm. if you can look at it that way. If yeah. you have a car issue, or if you have a financial issue, it's about who you need to become, rather than how small. I mean, everybody across the board, you know, we all know how we can complain, and 
and going, well, this happened and this happened and this happened. Well, guess what? Here we're going to go back around to the full circle. <laughs> it goes on your canvas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. a, it's a, it goes right back on your canvas. It's mm -hmm. like it just, whatever story you're telling yourself today, mm -hmm. it's on your canvas. Instead of returning to love, returning to healing your body, this is a gift. How grateful I am to be alive. And then you're awakening the body. Mm. Even when you're in, I call it the mind fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 tricky, the mind fuck field. Oh man, mind, mind fuck field, mind fuck field. <laughs> that's good, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> you're in your head. You're in your oh, jeez. Yeah, but that that's that's cool what you're saying about like the ego is the thing that causes the fear and the recognition of that fear is like I mean it's 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 like pain in the body alerting you to an imbalance of some sort. It's not that like... Or a resistance. Yeah, yeah. And it's not that like the fear or the pain is bad. It's like a, a, a signal, like warning signal or just like a notification that like, hey, this is something to look at. And then like if, if you choose to disconnect from it or like disassociate from that pain or that fear... It doesn't go away. It like usually just comes back around later with like more momentum and smacks me even harder upside the head it than does. it did the last time that I didn't just deal with it or just like face it and like work through it. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, that's really cool because like the in like the psychedelic world, there's talk of like ego death and like destroying your ego and stuff and like that never happened to me like in any of my like psychedelic experimentation i never got rid of what i identify as my ego and like i don't know <laughs> like listening to uh people like a lecturer terence mckenna he talked about how like the ego is important you don't want to get mm -hmm. rid of it and so i always wondered like okay but, like, what is the role of that thing? Because it, like, has a bad rep, but we have it. So it, like, from an evolutionary standpoint and perspective, must have a purpose. And so to hear, like, oh, it's like a notification signal that, like, you don't want to get rid of, but you don't need it most of the time. Like, like Terrence McKenna said, like the ego is important so that you know to put food in your mouth and not your friend's mouth when you're having dinner with them. Past that, you don't really need it because then it like starts to create like right. the idea of like division and stuff. And so I'd like to hear that perspective on the ego and how it can be utilized in a way that brings us a greater connection to life to source to like our light and the light of the world like that that's really cool like i i've never heard that laid out like that before um 
So thank, yeah, thank Aww. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, it's been my, it has been my journey because um, the subconscious mind, I mean, I, I was, it's just something that I've learned recently. Um, the subconscious mind starts programming when you're in your, your mother's womb and the, all those those experiences and the presence with where what's happening around you it does it starts to um, you start to get your patterns so you know we you come into a family and then the whole youthful age you know how how we got this way mm-hmm. and we change we it, it's my belief that I chose the family that I in and as I've uncovered because I've never really stopped I started um, basically working with a shaman and I call him my mentor and that's how I became a self-taught artist um, was learning about the energies and the presence but all these patterns of the years that I've gone through it is you need your ego the ego is going to be present but it's just not in your driver's seat yeah 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 it's you need the soul connected relationship the wisdom mm-hmm. but the ego is meant to show you with what the next piece of the onion is mm-hmm. yeah it unravels yeah. So then it's about the the whole transformation, the part of the transformation that we go through on a regular basis, if we're willing, is to look at that. Hmm, Mm -hmm. I'm going to see with what part of that resonates. Thank you very much. And you look at it, what part did that get me that made me upset or um, disturbed me a little or made me tighten my body? So then here, that's when... Um, with what my journey and my whole entire life has been is about feeling my body and then feeling the tightness of the protection Mm. because immediately we pull up a protection Mm. you know if something's not going the way that we want a conversation or family dynamics or you know um, we go into protective mode and then Mm. our body tightens Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm So you need the ego. You need that that next layer to come forth, and then you reconnect to love. You reconnect to your heart center, and then you ask, "What is this? Mm. What does this mean?" And you wait for the answers. You can't force anything. <laughs> I was a professional at forcing things, <laughs> you know, and that's where I I really overdid my body as far mm. as mm-hmm. because I'm a gardener. I mean, I can landscaper but how do you pay attention to your body during the process so it's an enjoyment process not a force physical endurance i'm going to push i'm going to get this done Mm -hmm. instead of guess what why don't we why don't we enjoy this Mm -hmm. and we did that with the the brick patio that you Mm -hmm. helped me with yeah it was so different working with somebody that wasn't about it's it's feeling we're we're just we're moving along this journey together and it's about honoring with what your thoughts, my thoughts and how we co-created. It was quite beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And it wasn't for, there was no force and, oh, I got to get this done because I got this next, you know, Mm -hmm. it was just an enjoyment. Mm -hmm. And how do you do that with everything? Yeah. Yeah. There, I've got this like card game and the premise is each card has a question. They're like thought provoking and provocative questions. And one of them was, what is the best piece of life advice you ever got? And I thought that was a really good question. So I just started asking people that. And my friend January told me that her dad told her the best advice she ever got from her dad was tap, 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 wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Don't force anything. Don't try and put an excessive amount of effort into something. If you're hammering a nail or trying to get a pipe to fit around another pipe you don't go slamming things into other things because then you'll just end up hitting your thumb or breaking one end of your pipe you tap 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 wiggle 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 you don't force (laughs) it and i thought yeah i thought that was great that has come in so handy i've literally texted my friend january and been like Tap, 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 wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Your dad was right, man. <laughs> like, shout out to Mr. Simpson. That. Yeah, yeah. And like, and that's, that's wisdom. It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's knowledge and experience and wisdom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It makes yeah. you dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tap your foot, wiggle your hips. And it's going to be a good night. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And yeah. so it, it's making you breathe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's really stopping you and to to before you break something and making you take a breath. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it yeah. brings a sense of humor and it, <laughs> it brings the um, yeah. the innocence forward mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to yeah. have fun. So mm-hmm. that that's what I've primarily I have learned, and it's just been my journey of learning of who's home. It's just it's always a question: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who's home right now? Can you feel yourself reacting? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can pull those cards out. And then, how do you reprogram? You know, you surrender, you come back, tap, tap, Mm -hmm. tap, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. (laughs) It brings back the innocence. Your heart center. Yeah. And you take a breath, and you move at it slowly, differently. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're transforming the moment. You can, thoughts manifest. So the minute, if you're, if you're putting force into something, I don't know. If I put force and I push you, where are you going? You're going away from me. Yeah. You're not yeah. coming towards me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that would be the same thing with whatever you're working on. Yeah, yeah. When mm-hmm. and I call it the twister energy. You know, when you're when you're forcing something, all of a sudden you're walking, and then you trip. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like, okay, slow down. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get, yeah. That, or that when you hit your hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hear I hurt your my finger. Yeah. 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 It's, it's pretty well healed. There is a little, little like knot of something. I think it's like a, a knot of energy. So when, when you do some body work for me, maybe you can work, work that little bit out that's still. There's still some tension in there, but maybe, yeah, yeah. I mean, doing doing being doing excessive stuff. I was smacking bricks that didn't really need to be smacked, and then I smacked my finger and fucked <laughs> myself up. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it goes. Those are the little fender uh-huh, benders. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I did 
so to to kind of come back around from that, I I tried to record my set at the night market after that, and it went terribly. I did not feel good about it. Like, wasn't as bad as I was telling myself, and am still telling myself it was. Like, I'm my harshest critic. I know that, um, but. I knew, like, okay, it's not up to my standards, so I'm not going to, like, release it. Uh, but I played the Farmer's Market yesterday and played that same set that I had laid out for the Night Market, and I felt pretty good about it uh, and how I played it at the Farmer's Market. I haven't gone back and listened to it, but if I feel good about it without listening back to it, there's a pretty good chance that I'm going to feel good about it in post. So, um... Yeah, fingers crossed that that all turned out well, and then I can, like, put out a recording of my songs for people to check out. I got video of it, so I'm hoping I can put together oh, a YouTube Oh, from yesterday. Channel. Yeah, oh, I yeah, can't yeah. can't wait to yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Maybe um, you can hashtag it onto this so that uh -huh. people can see it. Yeah, yeah, if, if I have time, I'm hoping this is going to go up on Tuesday, this episode. It's the 17th today. So it'll be the 19th that oh. this episode comes out. I kind of procrastinated on this one, I'll be honest. I, I said to you I was kind of just waiting for the universe to give me a guest. <laughs> and, and then you texted me and I was like, well, wanted to have her on the show, so perfect. And, it, and I'm uh, number 14. Yes, yeah. yeah, number 14. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. got into double digits. I'm excited about that. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I'll be on again. I think you're going to get uh -huh, enough uh -huh. replies from this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think um, we'll have to yeah. go deeper. I dive so. deeper. Yeah, yeah, episode. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And maybe, maybe if you're listening to this, you can say, dive deeper. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, um, and we'll do it again in about mm -hmm. a month or something. But yeah, well, I put out two episodes a month oh. so maybe in like you know two or three months maybe in winter or something um we could do it again that's that's really what i have like the capacity for right now is to do two episodes a month um if i could start generating a little income off of it and could like pay like pay for the electricity and for like my hosting and stuff with like maybe some like doing some small ads at the end of the episode for some local businesses um, I'd be totally down right. to do that, um, but I want to like keep it pretty minimal. What if you have a, a donate stuff. tab where people uh, could donate? Yeah, yeah, I need to get that together. Like, I think there is a way somehow that I connected my PayPal to the website, but honestly, I mean, I know it's not easy. It's not very accessible right now. That's on my to-do list is to improve the layout of the website for the podcast so like people can find like that link to my paypal right. and if they wanted to donate you know five ten twenty bucks or something um they could but i don't expect people to like jump through a bunch of hoops to do that like i know i need to kind of put some effort forward on my end to make it easier for people on their end um so i'm not like expecting anything like that yet i'm still kind of getting my sea legs uh, with this stuff, but like well, you're in learning mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Learning as I go, um, which is always. I would call style. that you're in the cave. You're yeah. you're gaining you're gaining your wisdom. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. It definitely feels like I'm in a cave. <laughs> a lot of the time. <laughs> which is good. Which is good. Like I I I'm excited to you know be be recording the conversations I have in 
in the caves that I find myself in with uh, <laughs> my interesting acquaintance, friends and acquaintances. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you're just in that, you know, that discovery mode. Mm-hmm, you haven't, mm-hmm. but that's where you risk and you, you, you know, when you come back to the, the whole movie of, um, that I was talking about, you know, I mean, she left everything behind and she went and she lived. And even though, you know, on the Titanic that he didn't make it, she went and lived. And even when Mm -hmm. she was 90 some years old, it was the most precious moment of her life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't about money. It was about the experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so when you come, you know, you're an artist, I'm an artist. And when you come back to it, what stops us from being outrageous? What stops us? And the people, what stops you from being outrageous? You know, it's just a question you have to ask yourself. And it's it's mm. really the unknown. The transformation is the unknown doorway. So you're going into it by doing this. You're going into mm. the unknown. Mm-hmm. You're playing. And that's like, that's courageous. <laughs> So, yay, we want to support you. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, yeah. I need the support for sure. Um, like, I'm doing it. But, yeah, it doesn't happen just uh, all on my own. Like, yeah. That, but you're, like, yeah. You're, yeah. you're going into an unknown doorway. You're, yeah. You're mm-hmm. gaining mm-hmm. your legs. You're, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, um, you're being very, very creative and you're evoking people of their purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's a mm-hmm. beautiful thing. Mm, mm. that's a beautiful thing yes i'm very grateful thank you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. thanks for being here Ah. (laughs) yeah what what would you ever want to ask an erotic artist um hmm what uh what time of day do you like to paint most like what what hour do you find yourself like like are you like uh uh like get up and paint at dawn or are you like two three a.m. like the the deep of night or are you like afternoon you know skyrockets in flight afternoon delight uh, painter or something like that like is is there any sort of um like yeah any any sort of consistency or like pattern to your creativity that you've noticed well that's going to bring up other topics (laughs) um my favorite time to paint is like that midnight hour Mm -hmm. and i could paint till you know till five in the morning Cool. And then the the problem with that is then I'm wide awake. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah, know about you with writing songs, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, or playing mm-hmm. your music. Once you, yeah. it's almost like it's it's like being an athlete. You're mm. it's that first twenty minutes, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you feel the resistance. Oh, yes, I want to get in the art room. I want to get in the art room, and it's that first that first twenty minutes of your walk that then you could run. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so what happens is that mind fuck (laughs) is in your head being creative right we're into the creative what blocks us Mm -hmm. because what happens is that it's our head that keeps us out of the art room Mm -hmm. 
whether we've got so much to do of yard work to paying bills to, oh, I got to get that done. got to get the podcast mm-hmm. done <laughs> that you forget about what feeds you and what feeds you is mm-hmm. that connectivity. So the best thing you can do, step outside, take your shoes off, walk on the earth, surrender, mm-hmm. and then come into the art room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is my favorite hour because the world's quiet yeah 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 so i don't know about you what about you what's your favorite hour to create in yeah probably like yeah late night i think like like 8 p.m to like 11 30 is when i feel like like if if i haven't had a like long tiring day and like been like running myself ragged for doing whatever like then evening I feel like the most creative I would say um and then yeah like after that like yeah I could play play late night sets like I kind of want to do more of that that's something I'm trying to orchestrate is some more like late night um late night happenings in Fort Wayne I want to get that well I'll challenge you then yeah Give me. I love a challenge. You want a challenge? Yeah, that motivates me. Yeah, I've, I've learned that. Well, I'll challenge you that I'll paint and you play, or I'll paint and you write. Cool. Okay, okay. So when you get into that uh-huh, uh-huh. that creative space, yeah. Cool, cool. All and right, role deal. Play. Deal. Yeah. <laughs> challenge accepted. It helps. Well, you know, because we haven't gone over what, what is creative blocks, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And trust me, I've been on one. I mean, yeah, it, I'm, that's I'm, right. I'm breaking the block. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. You want to talk about that at all? Like the creative block and now like kind of the the moving through that the, that you're going? Oh, it's like lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Well, um, the past five years and stress, stress does, stress is not good for your body. Mm-hmm. So, um. And I also believe that you, whatever storyline that you are saying to the world, let's just call it what it is, and then let's find the possibilities. Mm-hmm. So um, part of the, the structure of my creative block is um, I found out last year I had cancer. And so when I went through that, I was, of course, in tremendous amount of fear. And then that was the part of me that had service in my whole life of cutting hair that I had to learn how to receive. And so obviously I did this with assistance, with help, but you know, I'm a naturopathic, but um, even my naturopathic doctors wanted me to go through and do chemo and radiation and all that, that fun stuff. Mm. And I was exceptionally resistant I own my part of the equation because I don't put toxic stuff unless uh-huh. it's grown naturally Yeah, yeah. Um, in my body. So then you're going through having a dis-ease that, of beating yourself up. What did I do wrong? Well, you didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, through the, the transformation of it all, dis-ease happens in the body because it's about who you are to become. It's, it's about what 
are you playing small in your life that you need to get larger with? So I really dug deep into looking at my projections and with where I was um, cutting off my energy, my creative energy, mm -hmm. and how do I transform it? So it really, it really became that connectivity. That's where I really gained the connectivity to nature mm -hmm. because it really helped me through going through the chemo and the radiation. Mm -hmm. And I'm still in healing, but I know, I know that how precious life is. Mm -hmm. And that's what I gained. And if that's what it took, amen. Mm -hmm. I've moved through it. I'm cancer free. I did it with a outlook of, I can do this. I had the largest support structure, people around me, praying for me. Um, and that's how we really bonded, by yeah, the way. Thank yeah. you, Alejandro. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when you, when you face a life-challenging cha situation... It's really, there's no bullshit anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really yeah. is. It's it, it's about becoming, who do you need to become? Mm -hmm. So if you're out there and you're facing a se severe challenge, ask that question. What is this teaching you? Who do I need to become? And I, mm. I guarantee you, my new paintings coming forth from this space is going to rock my world. <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean... Who in the hell knows? Sorry to mean to cuss. Oh, you're fine. But, but who <laughs> knows what's going to transform out of me because yeah. of that level of passion. Yeah, yeah. So then you're like, wow. I wasn't, I, you know, no shame, no blame, no guilt. Delete the need to understand. Delete. <laughs> no comparison. Mm. You know, all the aspects of the ego. There was no reason. I didn't do anything wrong to get cancer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it, I do have a door opportunity mm. to choose. Am I going to swarm myself in the sorrow of it? Or am I going to choose the transformation and choose the possibilities? Mm. So mm. if you're out there and you're listening and you're facing something serious in your life, how do you become outrageous with it? How do you transform this? How do you move through it differently and see yourself on the other side? That's where Radiance, she was my medical coach. I mean, we had a six-month vision, and everything that we focused on was seeing myself um, all the way through this. Mm. And it happened. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. So it was a huge transformation. And the health food store... On Anthony, I live at, by the way. <laughs> I love that place. And that's Alejandro. He gifted me soups through the whole thing. And the health food store assisted. And they just mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. take, took care of their neighbor. Mm -hmm. That's Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, Gotta take it's beautiful. Care of our, take care of our friends and neighbors. And so I cannot tell you. But I wake up in the morning now, and I am excited to get up and excited to go out and to see with mm. what I can create or cook or, mm. you know, it's the little things yeah, that mean something. Awesome. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So 
I didn't let my uh, dis-ease in the body be, it, it didn't define me. Mm. It really, it was just mm. showing me that it was, I needed to bring more light in. I needed to mm -hmm. um, reconnect with what I, who I was and to go in and to say, there's nothing holding me back anymore. Let's mm -hmm. live. Mm -hmm. It's not to go out and live wrong or, you know, sabotaging, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but how do you actually dive into life and feel the abundance in it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I'm so anxious to see with where I go with my artwork. So stay tuned out there <laughs> because, yeah. I'm going to be rocking my world. We'll see about rocking yours. <laughs> you know I'll be there. <laughs> you know, I know you will. I That's why I know there. there's another episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely has to. And something I learned, you know, because people that have gone through something that I've went through, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to own this. I wanted to move past it. And that's why it was just downright okay, wasn't at first, um, that I'm here to help others that are going through it and that it, you don't have to hide out because cancer is a um, seclusion. You know, you're more, mm. it's, it's when you're not out living life. So what did it show me? It showed me it's time for me to get out and live life mm. and to actually experience it and I was just had so many rules in my head and so you know of making sure I did things right instead of now I'm like working it being in it living in it feeling it and letting it unfold instead of trying <laughs> to control it like yeah yeah so it's that feeling of unbridled and this was an unbridled. I just got asked to do this yesterday. So yeah. here yeah. we are. <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> I hope you're learning something on the other end. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I know I am. Well. Uh, and, and that's like the value of like this experiment for me. I mean, that's been a big thing for me this summer is like uh, the idea of like just performing experiments like uh uh, this whole thing, each time I do one, it's like I, I tweak things a little bit, like how I do it, how I edit it, like everything. I'm like dialing in the process and like uh, with the <laughs> ecstatic dances, we had one in Lakeside Park this summer that like did not go how I wanted it to go. We like had to move to the other side of the park in the middle, like at the beginning of the dance, because like someone had rented the space that we had originally set up in and like the sound didn't work out how I wanted it to. And so like that experiment, I considered a failure, but I learned a lot. And then we did easy step in last weekend. And like that felt like a, a success of an experiment. And so like, it's, it's cool, like learning through like performing these experiments and like allowing myself some grace too, like when it doesn't go well, like, like that, that dance at Lakeside that I felt was 
like that just i can't repeat it it like it, it didn't it's like a non-repeatable thing i'd have to do like i know i could do a better job um and so like i learned that and i'm trying to like and working on being like like forgiving on myself and not getting wrapped up in the idea that like oh that experiment failed and like that means something is wrong with me like no that's not it that's not it like and like not getting wrapped up in that mind fuck has been (laughs) (laughs) really really uh taken some effort but like totally like pays off in spades um so yeah thanks for just jumping in Like, uh, and just, and, like, agreeing to have me over, um, and, and just and in uh, my art scene, right? Yeah, 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 I, I was telling you that, like, I mean, Jill let me record with her in her, like, practice room, Julia had me in, like, her massage room at her house, uh, Faroon let me into his, like, beat laboratory that he's set up in his dining room, and, like, a couple other people as well. And it, like, for me, it's, I mean, it's inspiring and just brings up deep gratitude that, like, people are willing to share their space with me. Like, I don't know, I felt like uh, for for most of my life a bit of an outsider and, like, a bit of a, you know, a, a weirdo in times and, like, I wasn't in the in crowd and, like like uh, at points feeling like not included in things in like a in a negative way and so like to be like to have people just be open and like to willing to share their space with me has been inspiring really and, and like also show like reminds me to like mind my p's and q's and like be respectful of the guests that i have on the show and to remember that like you like it's not guaranteed or like you know people you right. you can say no <laughs> like, like, like I, I told you that like you can, you don't have to let me into your studio because like i know i like see that as a big thing and like a, a, i take it as like an honor and a, a privilege to be like to be even just in this room <laughs> with you now is like so cool man it's so like yeah from my heart thank you um, like it feel like this makes me feel like the experiment is working and like like the the energy well, the hours i put in or or for uh for benefit and 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 i want them to be I, I i want this to benefit people and to like help help them like i don't know see that they can grow or like maneuver through things and like if you feel like an outcast or an outsider in your high school like it's you you're it's not it's not always gonna be like that like you know that's it's life's a long road and an exciting journey with twists and turns and ups and downs and you don't get the ups without the downs and you don't get the straightaways without the curves and, and twists in the road and sometimes you get doubled back around. <laughs> it's a Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get Groundhog Day sometimes. And, and yeah, I, I, I just like, I'm grateful that I've made it this far and have like gotten through those uh, wily 
places in my journey to find myself sitting in your art studio on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Like, I mean, it, it doesn't get much better than this, if no. you ask me. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, right? That's right, that's right. Well, Alejandro um, saw my gallery, what was it? And this is my, my own gallery of my way that I would do a gallery, which is my studio. And he graciously offered to assist me into helping me put together a patio. So he volunteered his time. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. um, I just am learning how to accept the graciousness of people doing things because they just really care and they just really want to help. So that's how we started our intense <laughs> relationship and friendship was working on the patio. And um, so today he got his um, thank you mm -hmm. of um, an embellished G clay print for all of his hard work mm -hmm. of helping me with my patio for six or seven <laughs> days of his life. <laughs> worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> And then you're going to be playing here. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, yeah. that I'll be doing a, a private invitation. Might might look on Facebook um, for how you how you could actually be part mm -hmm. of this event. Mm -hmm. um, at the moment, it is going to be called the Mysterious Benefit, and mm. I'm going to have blank canvases involved, and we'll see mm. how it unfolds because. When you say you go into an event and you don't know how it's going to turn out and you think it's going to turn out this way and then it doesn't turn out, well, you know what? Just plan that it's just not going to be perfect, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it's all about the presence. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, It's all about yeah. the enjoyment. So whatever I get done is what I get done mm -hmm. and whatever, however it unfolds, it'll just come together when you stay connected. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And yeah. the connected is how you walk out into life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Connected to nature, connected to the abundance, connected to your car, your 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 life is special. It's precious. You your feeling body, and that's where I come in with my artwork. Is about awakening your body to feel. It's feeling the food as you eat. It's feeling the touch as you embrace. It's feeling um, joy. We're really meant to have a level of joy in our life. And it's that that moves us through the creative block. It's mm -hmm. that that moves us through mm -hmm. our challenges is a return to love. Mm -hmm. I love that book, by the way. <laughs> Return to Love. I haven't heard of it. Yeah. Huh. I'll have to pull it out. I've got one somewhere. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Who wrote it? Do you I don't know, but I just know I, huh. I love that. <laughs> Return yeah. to Love. Yeah. It's always like a mirrored projection. It's like, okay, well, guess what? <laughs> Sorry, Pissy Missy came out today. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And, you know, yeah. the secret is recognizing and mm -hmm. then how do you return to love? I always mm -hmm. think it's just so simple. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That. Yeah, yeah. And we all have a little 
wounded inner child somewhere in our life mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that judges us, that wants to control us, wants to keep our limit of life to there because mm -hmm. they're afraid. You know, mm -hmm. so it's the inner child part of us that just needs love. She's not driving my car anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't hand the eight-year-old the keys. <laughs> so, yeah, why would you let the inner eight-year-old make the decisions for you in your, like, your uh, waking adult life? Like, yeah, and, like, I, I, it, it, it is simple. Like, those things are simple and, like, like returning to love, like showing your inner child compassion, and not giving your inner child the keys, <laughs> like is it is very simple, but I mean at least a mind fuck for me is not believing that it is that simple, like, and I don't know my my mind is so good or or can be so good. I guess at like making a a farce or or a, a the 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 Sanskrit word is Maya for the illusion mm. of of like our our world um, and like the veil of Maya like the veil of illusion is what they they talk about like having to break through to get to like the the heart space or whatever um, and so like yeah my my one of the mind fucks that I encounter a lot is the rhetoric that it's not that simple. Like, no, you gotta, you gotta grind away for years in a dark, damp cave to get maybe a glimpse of, of like, just like that fact that like you just open up to love and you're you realize that like maybe I'm not in a dark damp cave all by myself if I, I I can just like go outside and walk down the street and like go to Lakeside Park on it's an totally afternoon and the sun your... shines and like I like I don't know mm -hmm. like that simplicity of just like going for a walk in the park it changes. It's so changing. It like like I've heard that in like Japan or Korea, they're prescribing people forest therapy. Like the doctors <laughs> say, "Okay, I am prescribing you to go walk in the woods for an hour, 2 hours, an hour, 2 days a week." This is your prescription to make you healthy. You have to go in the woods. <laughs> like like doc, that... like like they're and, I mean, makes sense. Like, really? Like, yeah. Why aren't more doctors prescribing nature therapy? It's a hell of a lot cheaper than Prozac, like, or whatever they're prescribing people these days. I don't know. I'm not on that regimen. Um, but like, I don't. It just. Well, maybe that's part of it. I don't think we need to go into that right now. We don't need to open that can of worms. Um, but like, yeah, it's it's so easy to connect back to nature. And, like, I mean, like, that can be synonymous with love. Like, I mean, when I feel connected to nature, it's, like, the like most loving embrace I've experienced in life. Like, with people close to me. Like, that's what, like, the feeling of being in, like, pure nature is. And, like, it's not 
I'm saying this for myself, it's not hard to go for a walk in the park. It doesn't take that long. It's actually probably gonna increase my productivity in the end. And like, even if it doesn't, the fuck does that matter, man? <laughs> like, <laughs> you think I'm gonna feel bad for going for a walk in the park? Like, no, no, I'm not. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's that's like, that's my a big mind fuck for me for whatever reason. I don't think the reason it's here really even matters that much. But like, the fact that getting through it is simple and easy, and I just, I just gotta do it, I guess. Like, and like, in the end, yeah, I don't know. That's that's so, but it's so cool to hear you lay that out for me. I need that shit laid out for me, man. <laughs> well, we're all going to be Yes. What you say? Little, little weeboos? Weevils. Weevils. That's been my... Uh, that's been my... I don't know what you call it, muse. A weevil. <laughs> you just kind of go all over the place, and then you finally get stable again, mm -hmm, I guess. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, my mentor my art teacher, because all of my art it started when I was a little girl that used to paint horses. Mm. And then I never went to art school, but I just, I went to massage school and I had a beauty salon. And so everything was about what I was going to, how I was going to decorate with my paintings and stuff, the, the salon. And, mm -hmm. and so what I realized is it really was, it was create, it was teaching me the levels of beauty, the levels of beauty of the body with the massage mm -hmm. and the hair, and then actually bringing it to fruition through, mm -hmm. through the paintings. Mm -hmm. And so when you say Groundhog's Day, that has been like one of my best teachers because I, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. Because he's he can redo his life every day and he redoes it and then you can see at the end of the movie he becomes he he's learned so much and he's just like so calm and so connected and then it shifts. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it shifts and then he has a different day. But yeah. he he looked at through that whole thing. So what was I was going to do? Well, he learned how to play the piano. He learned how to sing or whatever. He learned how to do yeah. this. Because the next day it was going to start all over. He was going to have a brand new day. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So if you had a brand new day tomorrow, how would you... This is the way I look at Groundhog's Day. <laughs> how would you do it? You yeah. know, let's rewrite it. Yeah. If you're not happy, you're depressed, take a walk in the park. <laughs> uh-huh. I always say you you got thirty. Well, okay, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, get your bitch over with. <laughs> <laughs> get a minute to throw a tantrum, and then like let's fucking yeah. do something about this. Take your walk in the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's okay. Like you could have that minute. Yeah. But like that, like then let's actually. And if it, if it had yeah. to be three minutes, but no more than okay. three minutes. <laughs> and when you get really good at it, you get it down to 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can move on with your day. 
Yeah. Well, it's just, when you think of that, that symbolic, <laughs> that way in your life, because we're, do, we're doing this to ourselves every day. Mm. So we're bitching to ourselves. That mindfuck comes in and that will play that Groundhog's Day. You're doing it over and over again. And it's just like, well, okay. It's a different story, different scenario, but same energy that happens. Well, when you want to break that cycle, you have to go down the into the cave and you got to go into a new, you got to ask and you got to be willing to do it. So what you're doing with these podcasts is totally an unknown doorway because you never know how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And you're going to pick the wins. You're going to pick the, what you've learned and you're going to take it and you're going to move it forward. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. 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 And yeah. so are you, but you are listening all this way because there's always, what do they call it? Um, the silver lining. Mm-hmm. There's always pieces of the puzzle that come unfolded, but just through one and little saying. So whenever you have a pissy fit, <laughs> as I call, and I love to say it, and there's a lot of pissy missies out there. <laughs> whenever you have that moment, you stop, refocus. Nope. I'm going to recognize this. I'm going to step outside and walk around the house, even if it's five minutes. But there's something that nature does. Yeah. So, yeah. your mind fuck is just spinning thoughts, and I don't know. Um, I had a mentor of mine, Gina, um, taught me that if you had a hundred units of energy, and how you choose to spend it for the day, are you gonna mind let that mind fuck go around in your head, and you're gonna waste all your mm-hmm. units, or are you gonna reprogram? Mm-hmm. And she has been the biggest mentor besides my other mentor um, that helps remind me into supporting the possibilities instead of the smallness of my wounded egos. Mm. And we all have them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just to recognize that anytime you get in a, a disagreement with somebody, they're just wounded as we are. Mm. And I'm just not going to take their wounds personal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to look at it. Well, they're, they're in their mind fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, you know, they're, they've got their issues, but that's not the real person. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel if all of us in this world could look at, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I overreacted. If you just own your part any equation then you can come back to center and then you come back to a level of energy that you can grow things Mm -hmm. because when the division happens and oh i'm setting my way and oh they're setting their way and then division comes Mm -hmm. about and then you lose friendships Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and then that all that stops the creative block which is why we're talking how do you move through the creative block just like you've just experienced. You call it what it is, you recenter, take a walk in the park. Even if it's two minutes, five minutes, you get your bitch over with. 
to yourself. You write it down. This is what I'm doing to myself because that's what I found was the worst thing that I was doing. It wasn't out here. It was what I was doing internally. Mm -hmm. How I was mm. beating myself up because something didn't go right as planned. Didn't, you know, I did all that energy and then nothing progressed with what I thought it was. And then all of a sudden, mm. when you just learn how to be with life, then they're just the things just happen. Then all of a sudden somebody buys a print. Then mm -hmm. something, you know, I don't know. Just abundance. Abundance in, is in the level of being grateful. Mm -hmm. I'm very grateful. Did I ever tell you? I'm very grateful for you. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's very, yeah. It's very, I'm very grateful. And I think... You know, whoever's listening to this, I think you should stay tuned because he's going to be doing some pretty magnificent things. I, yeah, I already think. am, if you ask me. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, Melissa, this has been cool. I think we can uh, start wrapping it up. Is there anywhere that people can find you, can get connected with you? Is there anything that you want to, like, promote or point people towards? Uh, my webpage is paintingsbymelissa.com. And you can check me out there. And pay attention to Facebook. I might have um, some level of an art show coming up that Alejandro is going to be playing at. And I've been in the cave for a long time, and I'm ready to, um, I guess, unfold some possibilities here. Mm -hmm. And it's ready to take off, and all I can say is, watch out, world. <laughs> yeah, I think, but I, I mean... Watch out, Melissa! <laughs> <laughs> uh, through the pandemic, many of us were very much feeling if not literally confined in a cave of our own homes and so it's cool for me like right now you were talking about like seeing opportunities and things like i see everybody coming out of their respective caves as like an opportunity for us so like and then however it gets utilized i think it is an opportunity um, for like you in your creative process and me in the same way and for like people in the town who may not be creatives themselves but want to interact with the creative scene and like support it there's stuff there's stuff going on and like yeah it's all about building those connections and so like get out of your caves people come come to my shows <laughs> it's way more fun like, like the the thing I think the biggest thing I like learned in the pandemic while playing my guitar in my room by myself was the importance of the audience of like having people like doing that in a room like like I so much missed going down to Matt Anthony's for the open mic on Thursdays oh. and even if like 95% of the people in the room were more engaged in their conversations at their table than right. they were like listening to what I was playing 
at least like a part of their brain was hearing what I was playing and they would still clap politely when I was done. And like, even like I, I missed and craved that in it when, when in lockdown and stuff in the pandemic. And so like now getting back out, like I, I see the importance of like both sides of like, of this stage of like the fourth wall, like there's, there's no art without an observer, you know, there's no music without mm. a listener. Like it, and I mean, it really, it all does only exist in our brain. Like I was talking to Julia about this, about how like, and a DJ, I like Mr. Bill was talking about this in his, in a podcast recently about how like music like the physical sound vibrations of music like physically are no different than the sound vibrations coming from like a jet engine or like a volcano exploding or like an asteroid hitting the earth like physically it's just fluctuations in air pressure okay. and it's only in our brains that a differentiation between like New York City traffic and Beethoven's Ninth Symphony is made, and like one is noise pollution, and the other is a great work of transcendental art. Like it's all that only exists in our brain. Like like Beethoven's Ninth is the exact same as the sound of a plane to, like the concrete or like a tree. Maybe maybe not, but like I don't know. Like that, but there is like that cool thing that like there is a differentiation that goes on between those two things and so I like I, I don't know like I, I can only say that I'm a musician if other people come and listen to these pressure fluctuations in our atmospheric medium that I'm creating with this contraption of wood and metal strings that somehow reverberates and then sends sound into a room like it it's fucking mind-blowing but it's also super simple <laughs> like I just get up there and play songs but if I and it's it's magic and it like creates connection and like I can't do it without others like the like and so I, I guess for like people who are at home and if, if I have to try and pitch myself or maybe just like to, to ask like like it means a lot to me as an artist to have people choose to leave the house and come to a place away from their comfortable living room where the chairs are more comfortable. I understand that. Like, but when people choose to come and listen to me play music, it means so much to me. Like, it really does. And I, I took that for granted before the pandemic. Before I got in, in the cave, I was forced into the cave in a certain sense. Like, But I, I learned there, and I gained an appreciation for the audience that they deserve they like deserve for me to come into that musical space with a respect for them 
to like try and deliver good music and so I, I have that and I'm trying to play good music and so please come to my shows um, I don't always play well sometimes they suck but hey if you're at the one of the few shows that sucks you get to say you're at the shitty show and what a story <laughs> that is <laughs> I doubt that's ever <laughs> Nobody's uh, told me I ever play I a shitty show, no. but I feel like some of no, them were. <laughs> I've heard your voice, not with your voice. So yeah, people, come on out to the shows. There will be links to uh, your website, to Melissa's website below. And what about um, yours? And I, I do have a, I've, I've got a couple websites out there. Um, so if we want to dive you to to play music, where would that be? Uh. Just got to get a hold of me at this point. I, I do uh, need to make some contact pages on the website. So I'm going to, uh, if I, it's, it's not difficult. So maybe I can put one of those together before this episode goes up on Tuesday. Um, Cause I could do, yeah, I can do that pretty quickly. Um, and so if I do that, I will put a link to that contact page in the show notes for this. So if anyone wants to get a hold of me for booking or anything, you can go through there um, and through the, um, it's hdtfwas.com, holding down the fort with Alejandro Soto as an acronym is the website. Uh, so yeah, thank you for challenging me to make that happen because... Uh, I need, I, I, I need want that. and need, yeah. yeah, need and want to. So yeah, I, I, I do want to be playing more music and I believe that there's people that want music out there. Um, so yeah, links in the show notes, check it out, people stay in the loop and, and, and come hang out. Well, you know, through, space, our, through our journey together, you know, it's going to be the two artists that are going to be mm -hmm. controlling my, this whole show, however mm -hmm. it unfolds. So you're going to be holding the music, and then I'll be holding the creative space of the mm -hmm. art. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So who's doing this? It's you and me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and hopefully the weather will be good so that I can set up outside on the patio. Right. Uh, might be a little chilly. Might have to get the get a fire going to keep people warm. Yeah. Um, but I think that'd be pretty sweet. So. We'll figure yeah. it out. We'll figure it out. Well, we got there is no wrongs. No. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. I'm really. So excited. when you are in the cave, folks. <laughs> In your in your world, you know the cave is just where it's ponder. It's just a thought of ponder. It's just a an area of where things are brewing. So when you say that you're in the cave, it's just brewing, and then that's the the feminine, mm -hmm. the sacred feminine is when you're in the cave, and when you come out, it's the sacred masculine. When you come mm -hmm. out into Mm. playing your music when you come out into doing an art show when you come out so when you're when you've got to go into the cave to be different so just putting a different aspect on your time at home with during the pandemic because mm. there was more people during the pandemic that connected to nature and yeah. it was so beautiful yeah. that everybody couldn't do anything that they went and walked mm -hmm. with nature it was mm -hmm. just so beautiful so we got to respect our trees and our nature and our flowers and um, plant to save the bees, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very, very grateful that you honored and asked me to be on your show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And 
So thank you, people, for listening to my story and my transformation. And I hope I've inspired you. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Melissa. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being on the show. (laughs) This is great. Thank you, Melissa, for being an awesome guest on the show. Each one is unique and uh, very, at the risk of sounding cheesy, very special to me. And uh, <laughs> it, it's it, it it's true. It's true. Each each one of these, it's like uh, like like we were talking about. It's like there's another layer of the onion and I, I feel like this is for me like an ongoing conversation like each each episode I record there's there's ideas that come in from past episodes uh, maybe that's just me hearing hearing stuff too much or just being too close up in it but it's it's interesting to me to see how similar the thought processes are of all the people I talk to, whether it's like musicians or gardeners or like, uh, like body workers and, um, you know, and other, other, that's, that's mostly been the people I've interviewed, but like, I don't know. maybe that's, maybe it's because I have only gotten so far out into my circle. I've kind of kept my guests close to, um, my, my hip per se. So I don't know, maybe as I interview more people and this keeps going and I have to start contacting people outside of my direct circles, maybe I'll get some, uh, people who are on different pages and honest, I mean, I'm, I'm open to that. I invite that. I I think that'd be really cool, but it has been really cool to see how similar, uh, everybody's like experience is like, you, I mean, it's kind of weird that it seems we're a lot more the same than we are different. Like we have more in common than we have, uh, different from each other than, than is uncommon between us. And so, you know, it's like, uh, why, why are, why are we mean, man? Why do I, do I, why do I get all disgruntled sometimes? I don't, it doesn't do me any good and it doesn't do anyone else any good because like in the end of the day, I think as Liz Lemon said, all anyone wants is to sit in peace and eat a sandwich. So thank you, Liz Lemon, for those wise words of wisdom and thank you for listening to this episode and uh, giving me some of your time. I know that it's very precious. I know uh, it, these in these days, especially, it seems like time is real jam-packed and uh, it, it, it flies by in the blink of an eye if you don't stop and look around for a little bit. So thanks for um, looking around a little bit with me. Take care of yourself, and I'll see you next time.
I know. 